Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episode of Threes from the Ring Podcast, y'all know what it is, it's your boy Chris J, we got the boy uh, Trail Sav here, and we got Tyler here. Yeah, man. So, uh, and Tyler in the cut. Hey, yo, turn your mic up, Daytra, or something, because you like the sound. Uh, what you call it? Muffled. There we go. I think it's up. All right, there you go. You sound better now. I'm like, you sounded muffled. That's what it was. Uh, Tyler, you say something. Make sure you good. All right, cool. Just speak up a little louder when you talk. But yeah, so this is gonna be a very. <laughs> at first, we rich. I I wanted to record Thursday because I wanted to see the results of the two two games that's happening on Wednesday night, which is where we're recording. But uh, June sixteenth, twenty twenty one, will go down as the most weirdest NBA day ever because it has been confirmed Datra has been saying that this man has blood on his hands for most of this season second half of the season precisely and he probably won't see heaven but I, and I will co-sign it he's definitely not seeing heaven and I am making that t-shirt saying Adam Silver is not going to see heaven uh, and will be available on www.utookingmedia.net so be on the lookout for that shirt in the coming months within the coming month but either way, the point is this. It's been a hectic-ass day. And the playoffs have literally taken another freaking dramatic turn that we did not expect. So, for all that being said, what has happened today? Let's start off with... Um, how can we start this day off? It so, all started with KD in an orange basketball. <laughs> yeah, so technically it starts last night, Tuesday night where Kevin Durant was on his lonesome with James Harden with barely a hamstring and Giannis blew a double-digit lead. 17 points. 17-point lead to KD and others. And KD ended the game with a triple, uh, almost a 50-point triple-double. And Giannis dropped the ball literally and figuratively, we'll have a dialogue about that much later. So then, we go to bed. It's it's Giannis slander, Buck slander, Coach Bu- Coach Budenholzer slander. You know the vibes. You know how it is. And KD gets his love and and affection. You know that he deserves because he proved me wrong. Because I said if he's the best player in the world, he has to be able to send these niggas to God. He did that. Either way. Moving on. Wake up. I think it's like 7 in the morning. Pick up my phone. First thing I see is Chris Paul out indefinitely. COVID protocol. I'm sitting there thinking, 
they trolling. And I'm like, it can't, like no way. As I actually find a Bleacher Report uh, that confirmed, yes, Chris Paul is on COVID protocol out indefinitely. So then you already see the, well, LeBron got away with it. Yes, but also you got to factor in this. It's a, it was, and this was me. If he's out indefinitely, that means they he probably tested positive, because you don't put indefinite on if he's just a regular what you're calling. Plus, it's the playoffs. They probably would have just let that shit slide. He probably tested positive. I was the first to probably believe it. Later, it was confirmed that he tested positive. Moving on, then almost less than a, like an hour later, you learn that Kawhi Leonard is more than likely going to sit out for game five tonight, Wednesday night. And then you sitting there like, oh, this is getting really fucking weird. Look, some people didn't even know Kawhi injured his knee at the end of game four, which he did during the final six minute, around the six minute, five minute mark of that uh, fourth quarter where he injured his knee and they kind of already had the game won at that point. I don't know why he was even in the fucking game. So, proceed. <laughs> People's already in a bunch of chaos. Scott Brooks loses his job. Even though they said they couldn't come to terms on the contract, I feel like that was a fake firing. They said, get the fuck up out of here. And then we eventually learned that Kawhi may have an ACL injury. So now it's getting worse. And we're not even past the 12-hour mark of what happened between KD and to the point that we're learning that Kawhi Leonard may have an ACL injury. Then we learned that eventually Chris Paul did test positive for COVID, which I was right. And niggas was like, oh, okay, that's different. That's his fucking fault. And the question is, was he vaccinated or not? Some people say he was. Some people say he wasn't. Who knows? I don't care. Either way. Then we learned Stan Van Gundy gets fired. They say they part ways, but that nigga was fired. And reports saying that. Uh, Brandon Ingram felt the type of way that he was playing uh, Eric, Eric Bledsoe and I'm not mad at him I feel a type of way too so that is the culmination of basketball on June 16th 2021 what did Dallas I miss Mavericks part ways with oh, their- oh and the Dallas Mavericks part ways with their GM of 30 something well not 30 something years yeah, I but believe uh, rumors that Luca's agent might take that spot I say it's kind of rumors that Luca's agent might take it, but hey, don't be surprised if Luca's agent takes that spot. Point is, it's been a hectic ass day in basketball, and in terms of everything else, Scott Brooks got fired. Yeah, I mentioned Scott Brooks got fired. Um, yeah, yeah, like coaches losing their jobs, GMs disappearing, and the tide of the NBA playoffs. After a, literally a week keeps changing. Oh, and LeBron went on Twitter to. That goes back to what? That goes back to the Kawhi's injury. Y'all saying his name. He said straight up, y'all should have listened to me at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Playing, you know, damn near four games in the same week, still having to practice and go work out. And damn near only having a day or so, so to, to fucking rest. That's- the, the bad part about Bron's comment is that because that's not Kawhi. Oh, like the. The only season hurt injuries hurt it. Bron, Jamal Murray, Kawhi. I mean, Bron, Jamal Murray, Harden, AD, and probably Donovan Mitchell, right? Them the only people that they really, really impacted 
Uh, rest of these niggas literally had just freak injuries on the court. Yes, you can't do nothing about those. Like, you yeah. can't do anything about uh, Kawhi getting a slight tear in his ACL. Now, Kawhi is Kawhi was literally Boba, stopping on a dime. Boba, I mean, not Boban. Um, Joe Ingles ran into that nigga knee. They zoomed in. He ran when Kawhi stopped. Joe Ingles kneecap ran or leg ran into oh. him. Hey. Yeah, because you, you can't do it. It wasn't intentional in any way. Like, we know that that Joe Eagles, you know, he didn't do that, things of that nature. But it's one of those situations where it's one of those situations where you, you we know, like, um, that this wasn't nobody. This, I wouldn't, as much as I love calling out Aldo Silva being a lizard person and shit like that, I, he, he, it's not his fault. Uh, same thing like with the Kyrie injuries and shit like that. Yeah, like that Kyrie just, injuries. Kyrie not, legit just caught he didn't injury. He came down on Giannis's foot. So, so yeah. like Bron's comment still right in terms of the wear and tear on the players. Like you, you got like seventeen people out of the playoffs now. If you talk about pure scheduling, then that's another situation where he's right. But you know, he fought for the bubble um, to happen. Uh, and a lot of people don't agree. Like, hey, the bubble should never happen either, and things of that nature. So, but him and Kawhi fought for that. So, it is what it is. I, I don't think Brian comment holds that much weight unless you look at it in the media aspect of saying a broad heel turn on the league, which is not gonna happen. And I'm like still gonna make a call. Gonna tell him you want a top ten draft pick, and the Lakers gonna have a top ten draft pick to trade off to somebody. So it is what it is, bro. <laughs> Um, now, if we go into other situations in terms of like coaching, firing, and shit like that. Now, look, Scott Brooks. He, we Scott, Brooks to say Scott Brooks deserved to get fired. Scott Brooks was gone. He couldn't do anything with that team for the X amount of years he was on there. Right, Scott Brooks is there. Um, Steve Van Gundy should have never been a coach of that team. You need yeah. a more younger coach. You like Dan, Dan Gilbert. I mean, not Dan Gilbert. David Griffin about to lose his job. Because that 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 roster construction is horrible too. Yeah, it's David part of it was Van Gundy, but that roster construction was bad. Especially it's, Rondo, restricted free agent, and they pretty much can match anything that's put up for Rondo. If it's too much, I don't. I think they have a dollar amount they're willing to match, but you don't lose Lonzo when you got Zion. I say that I say that as like you just keep somebody who can play make. I'd rather lose Ingram than Zion because you can find a number two guy for Zion, but you need somebody to play make and feed Zion. Who the fuck gonna feed him? Eric Bledsoe? Well, you can't get you also get if you're gonna try to keep Lonzo, you gotta get rid of Eric Bledsoe's contract. Easy as hell to do. It's Not tough. that easy. You can send him with Sacramento, they'll take him. Gee, why? I have fucking De'Aaron dead, Fox. He's a dead contract. You just you just put him there. Come off the bench for you or some shit. He's a dead con. Like a lot of people talk about, like you know, these contracts are or, or this and that. Once a player is that ass, you can ship a dead. That's like it's dead money. You can ship it to another team, and you just take another t- a player that they're just not going to use. As well. Or, have to, or I call it what the Lakers did with um, try trying to ship off Mozgov's contract. You got to attach something to value, and the Pelicans might have to attach a pick. <laughs> and they got a they got a preference of them, huh? Yeah, yep. it's, it's it's so many ways. It's so many. I don't know. You know, I was on this trophy. It's so many ways that you can get rid of contracts in this way. Like you can involve fucking OKC and 
Okay, see, so you got picks for the next. We will not be born. I mean, we will not still be on this earth by the time OKC get rid of these fucking picks. Bro. <laughs> it is what it is. Our great great grandchildren be watching basketball. So, like, you, we, we, we will not be here by the time they get rid of the picks. You can put, you can finesse Bledsoe contract so many ways. He's ass as a starting guard. Can't get, you can't go past that. He's probably ass as the guard coming off your bench first. But he is a valuable piece for teams who probably need just that third nigga. Kind of like that. If What if, like, Rondo was playing better than Randy Jackson? That third person who can come in and probably generate something for you. Um, and it's all, uh, you know. The Hawks a, took the lead, by the way. It's a game of rotations and adjustments. So he can fit somebody, right? You know, don't be mad if you see him in a Chicago Bulls shirt. He can fit somebody. I'd be pissed, but no. You're rid of niggas just ass on our team. Yes, that's, you're getting rid of the whole team and stuff for two people. Uh, but, <laughs> like, as much as uh, I enjoy, um, you know, slander and things and situations, I don't, I don't wish anybody lose their job. No. Um, uh, but Van Gundy wasn't supposed to be a coach for that. He no. was not going to successfully coach Zion at all. Uh, well, a team built around Zion, I don't think that was possible. I don't think you put him in a good situation. I think they just got him just to have a, okay, this guy is a name, you know, a, a, a name that people know. You know, that didn't turn out. Yeah, well. yeah but, you know, it was other coaches out there. There's a lot of young coaches that you can get. Uh, and that's what they should have gotten, a young coach. Or they should just catch a guy that – so that's, but that's not Monty. Well, Monty Williams. No, not you mean uh, our oh, boy, no. uh, our boy. God damn it! Monty. No, he he wasn't winning. So you really he wasn't can't, winning, of course. But yeah, you really can't do nothing about that one either. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is when it comes to that type of shit. You just keep you know, you know you you got a situation where you're not making the playoffs next year. As much as we love it, Zion averaged 27. Your main focus is to build a team around him for the year after that. He can make a run. Even if you get into the play-in and don't make it, that's still a successful season for this team. Like, but I looked at Zion, and he. The funny thing is, he was a snub for all NBA because he averaged twenty-seven. He averaged like, twenty-seven. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, his his stat line was fucking good. One I mean, pretty efficient too. Yeah, Man. because he didn't. He stayed in the paint. He like Zion is a very. Smart player, unlike a certain Greek nigga that we're going to have to get to eventually. But, like, Zion plays really fucking good. He's a smart player. He knows what he's supposed to do and don't do. Like, he don't force shit, but he also has a skill set, which is really fucking impressive for his age. And he doesn't force his athleticism down our throat either. So, that's that. But Zion averaged 27 off 61%. Uh, field goal percentage, which is amazing. Seven rebounds and four assists. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. So it was like he him he didn't have a bad season. It was just like I said, part of it's that roster construction. Van Gundy, I would say at least he put Zion in place to be successful because based off his numbers, but he didn't place that team to succeed either. That's what I'ma say. And plus it was already like it was already rumored, like there's rumors that 
Brandon Ingram wasn't happy seeing freaking Eric Bledsoe on the court and other vets uh, inconsistent with the rotation, especially when it came to Lonzo every, early on. Uh, and just overall, that roster construction is really bad. ATL just brought this shit back? Yes, they did. They up by three, and uh, Trey Young got the ball. Hold on, wait. Well, Philly got the ball back, and they down by three. In this, the last twenty some seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, Tyler, did you not, did you, what did did you say Hawks versus Jazz or was that somebody else? It Hawks versus Jazz. It ain't gonna be the Hawks versus Jazz. It's definitely gonna be the Nets versus. No, we talked. We said, we said. I don't even remember. I don't think. I, would, I still I don't think. I, I don't think the it. Jazz. I probably. The funny thing is, I don't know if the Jazz get past Paul George. For number one, we talk about that later. I, I give you my, I give you my estimate for that. Uh, but no, in, in, in like the seriousness of like back to the, that shit before we actually talk about games or you know all this shit. Like the league is so in a shitty situation in which owners are so scared of talent leaving. So you might and not see nobody do it, and they're not developing. They no no teams are sitting there waiting for development. No team is like the modern day, like it's true. No, probably OKC. They they focus on developing like people like um, uh, uh, Shay Shay Dort Shay Dort. Um, and they got a lot center. of niggas that can be future assets and stuff like that in in the future. Like mm-hmm. so, of course, like you know, they probably are there looking into that into the development role for certain shit. But other teams are just not. Not don't have an iota of what they fuck they want to do with their future. They just try to do everything, give mass contract, let players know like, hey, yeah, you want this coach, even though that that coach probably won't be good for your 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 franchise. You know what I'm saying? So, but with that, you know, you do want to keep you do want to keep uh, Zion happy in which way. You should have never brought a, a OG coach like that. You get a player coach. You get a coach who's going to coach as, as, as for the players who's going to make Zion an all NBA talent. You don't get somebody who's looking to be a playoff in, in playoff contention. And this shit dead. You, it's dead. That roster wasn't built for that. And you got pieces of what you can. But right, you know, yeah, you like, walking around with fucking out. Steven Adams on the court with Zion at the same time. The fuck is that? That makes no sense. Like, like that roster makes. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. And I feel bad because it's like talent wise, yeah, they're better than the fucking Grizzlies. Talent wise. And strictly talent, way better because outside of fucking John Morant, and yes, I know I acted like a uh what's that pretty haired nigga uh name, no homo, uh what's his name? Uh soft hair folk, light skinned folks. I can't even think of his name right now. But you know, literally like, outside of him and Jerry and Jackson, there's really no fucking talent on the Grizzlies. And even then, Valachun- you tweaking. Valachunas is really good. Well, Valachunas is good too. But in terms, if we had to look at both rosters between the Grizzlies and the Pelicans, I would say on paper the Pelicans have the more talented team. On paper. On paper. I don't, on paper. At first, they were when they had ah, when, when it was Drew, Zion, JJ Reddick. Uh, JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick, I'm pushing the mold. JJ Reddick's a relic. 
unless you unless you are a team that you're like a fucking Brooklyn or or a, a contender. There's a lot of double teams going to happen on a certain player. You're not JJ Reddick won't push a needle for that team. That team was filled with people who who if you play fucking man to man on everybody but fucking Zion, you are fucked as a team, bro. Like there there is no there is no talent. I don't, I don't agree because there is no talent on that team to say if Zion go on that bench and Brandon Eagle go get five minutes of goddamn rest. Who the fuck is getting a who the fuck is getting a, a shot? Well, the problem is it should never be a point where neither one of them is not that, on the court. That's a team. You don't, you don't, you don't throw them niggas out there like that. Even when Luca, it's called there. staggering minutes. You stagger minutes you with your stars. <laughs> that's my point. Okay, Brandon Ewing gave double team off the rip. Who the fuck is getting the ball? Who was making? Who can create a shot for a nigga to get a ball other than Alonzo? You didn't play him. So there, there, there's. There's no like there's no way that team had any talent. Like your your fourth best player was Steven Adams. If that, he probably was your third. You have the young nigga, I forget his name, the center, Hayes. They but, don't like Jackson Hayes for what no no I don't know what the hell's up with Jackson Hayes. Uh but like you don't you don't you, like Josh Hart is a rotational god. He ain't somebody you give the ball to. He ain't no Jordan Clarkson. You get a ball to him. He ain't no Seth Curry. You get a ball to him off the bench. They don't no. That nigga is like a a, a, a a fucking I don't even know, bro. He not even Joe Harris valuable. And Joe Harris play like ass right now. And I would still take Joe Harris over there. So as you look, as you look. At that team constructed, I would take the Grizzlies a hundred times more than that. Talent, talent is is, is a very very hard thing to say. Of yeah, course, this game over. Zion Zion at the end of the day is more talented than everybody on the uh, on the Grizzly team times two most likely. That's that ain't. What did that nigga say off of paid in full? That's not gonna get you them draws. Like it's not. That's not gonna get really even. Really it's not gonna make niggas watch the game. Like you, you don't have that team was not built. David Griffin proves he can't build a fucking team, which is really fucking true. Probably can draft your ass off. But you can't build a team. You didn't build one around Bron. It's, it's fucked up as a team. Cleveland, Cleveland teams was low key lucky the East was low key young in them aspects. They young almost got fucking forty, bro. And he did all that in the second half. Hey Philly. They finna Yo. lose, bro. They remind me of the Bulls so much, bro, with these fucking mental No, no, so no, no. Let me change this right now. Ben Simmons needs to be traded. There's no more Ben Simmons. That experiment is over. It's over. I don't care what nobody said. Ben Simmons not a star. He is a great player. He's not a star. Nowhere near. That's the name of this episode. Ben Simmons not a star. Not a star. You put it. You put the. You put the Rick Ross voice on there. You just passed it to Danny Green in the last seconds. You put the Rick Ross voice on there. Say I'm not a star. <laughs> you know I don't even want the John version. I don't even want the John version. Jeez. You let Trey Young come into your house and send you to Atlanta. He's not a star. Who was primary defending him? Ben Simmons not a stop. I don't care what nobody says. I love Ben Simmons' game. 
Who do I pick second on me third on 2K every time we draft? Ben fucking Simmons. But it's a reason I'm picking third. Because I'm picking in any other position, I might just fucking lose. So, like, I, I don't. Why is Harrison that's a coaching problem. This nigga, this nigga, Doc, don't even about, not even about to have a chance to go three one. Nigga, you going three two into Atlanta? Atlanta's good though. Atlanta's good, but same time, I don't think they this fucking good. Really, this is is agitating right now. It was up twenty. And got less days. That's like next type shit, bro. You're crazy. They lost the fucking game, man. Four field goal attempts in in, in, in fucking thirty eight minutes. I watched the game. He literally stands there. He's not even playmaking. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Like this, this they say ain't acceptable for Ben Simmons. I'm re- I'm really sorry. I love, like you said, I love Ben Simmons' game, but you can't be, you know, this is the playoffs, man. You got to do better than this. A lot better than this. Like, that, that, like, gee, I, what was MB's stat line? The man had 37 to 13 and five assists. What more can you want that man to do with one fucking leg? <laughs> with one leg, what more do you want him to do? <laughs> hey, low key, this might be this experiment might have just have to be over with because it's hey it's, man, I'm calling the Blazers. Not, I don't give a fuck. Call the fucking Blazers, G. And I kind of feel bad to put him in that situation because it's not like it, that's a, now you're in a situation where you literally have no. To now you're in a situation where you where you. I, you look, let me let me. I want to say this right now. That's a tad bit cap because he's not in the situation you got to add again. You in a win win situation. You by yourself. In a fucking low market where there's no eyes on you, you can't be ass there. But that's what I'm you are a number one pick. You can't there. You can't. It's impossible for him to be ass there. This team from the get go should have never drafted Ben Simmons. Just the way it fucking is. Just the way it is. Should have never drafted Ben Simmons. Randy Jackson literally scoring on niggas and Rudy Gobert is in the game and Randy Jackson just scored in the paint. Not a star. But no, like. <laughs> When you, when, when, when you, like, when you, when you look, I'm sorry, man. I was making a Photoshop, so. Yeah, uh, I'm making a tweet to Ben Simmons is not a star. Ship him to Detroit for Sada Baby and a Chrysler 300. <laughs> 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 but uh <laughs> but no like in, in all seriousness like he's a loser it, 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 at this moment in his career he is he all defensive that's right Pat Beverly made one too so I don't want to hear that Eric Bessel made all defensive teams as well don't give a shit about that. When the fuck did he do that? Pat Beverly made one. What? Eric Bledsoe made one when Giannis first MVP. Yeah. Um. Like he not a star. I hate that we we jumping over because I want to praise KD, 
But there's there, you should have never okay drafted him. I right, I got this. But after you see the first year with these niggas, couple of years together, completely healthy. What this was last year? Well, and, last year don't count because Ben Simmons got hurt in the bubble. So the year before that and this year, you was able to see these two niggas together fully. Well, his rookie of the year season. The last season that Jimmy was there. The last season when Jimmy was there. And this year, they was with each other. Damn, Terrence Mann just fumbled. Uh, I, I didn't bet on any games. But I know if we bet it on Ben Simmons getting less than fucking 10 points, I'd probably only win one $2. And I bet it uh, Yeah, that's, that's, that's easy. That's an easy, like, hey. It's like when, pe- it's like when people, people literally bet that, hey, P.J. Tucker going to get over 10 points. You're probably getting $500 if you put five in. <laughs> it's like because he's going over 10. <laughs> like, it's what it was like. like. No, like, he's not. He's not a star. And it's, he don't have a move. Him, like, Tiana's has something that Ben Simmons don't. And that's just pure strength. And aggression. He, no he actually plays either, aggressive. Though. Like, Giannis he, ain't got no move. We'll talk about that later. But Ben Simmons ain't got shit he can do but halfback dab as well, right? There's this out, like, again, I love Ben Simmons. I love his game. I love playmakers. I love people who, who just, just like me in real life. Rather see some people succeed more than yourself. You know, shit like that, bro. Like, but it, you know, that, that team don't mesh well. Yeah, Tobias Harris plays ass. Every secondary player going to have an ass pad in the playoffs, bro. Kyrie had a game when he played bad. James Harden played horrible. Man, it was a hamstring. But James Harden played bad on the offensive end. Defensive end and fucking playmaker side, James Harden played really, really good. But he played bad on the offensive end. So that's okay if Tobias Harris has four points. Yeah, because he still made up for it with, with Seth Curry having 30 Yeah, Seth Curry freaking had a career night. He wasted the Seth Curry game. I think again. So yeah, you game. don't you yes you trade him for Dame, but you're also about to give up fucking your best defender other than Ben Simmons, which is um, Thibault. Yeah, you're giving up Thibault, Ben Simmons, and some picks. You fucked. Even with Dame, I right, your Eastern Conference team most depth. That will probably be the third. Best duo on the league, no cap. Probably, yeah. I feel like that—that's a situation where top five. It guarantee top five off top of my head. It guarantee top five best duo if if it was to happen. Yeah. So you know, look look at it, look at it in this situation, man. Trade Benson. You keep Ben Simmons there, Maury. You lost another fucking job. Because he could have. should have been on your team today. Yep. And you are in the Eastern Conference Finals waiting on niggas to come. What can Ben Simmons do that Harden can't? Because you can always replace defense. The thing is, is like, yeah, Ben Simmons is an all-level defender. But it's like, you can replace. You know, defense is easy to replace. Who, 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 who Trey Young look? Well, Trey Young surrounded by great defenders. Them niggas was ass. 
a good portion half, of decent defenders. Boban was 0 for 4. Oh, wait, well, no, wait. I mean, before the, the niggas got hurt. Herder 0 for 7. They best players. I said defenders. You know how good defenders? Who? Well, it was. John Collins, John Collins wanted a match, and they said, all right, see you, buddy. Well, because you, John yeah, Collins is a different situation. Best defender. He injured. He ain't coming back for the playoffs. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Well, that's what I said was. Getting dicked down by another African. So. <laughs> when, but at the same time, everybody's going to get penetrated by Embiid. That's different. That's what I'm So, Trey Young whooped y'all niggas' asses. He, especially Ben Simmons. <laughs> like, there's no more, like, Ben Simmons shouldn't be in top 10 talk, top 15 talk, maybe 20. And if you were that 20 range, you're not a star. Stars are 15 and up, maybe. You're still a star, G. I'm sorry. How? You're a star because you're still kind of touching all star potential. Is he as good as Paul George? No. Good as Donovan Mitchell? No. Good as Trey Young? No. Good as Luka Doncic? Hell no. Good as AD? Hell no. Ron? No. Dane? No. You know we almost close to ten at this point, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Who? Embiid? Hell no. We see who's care. Who? KD? Hey, oh, hell no. James Harden? Hell no. Westbrook? At this point? Steph Curry? Westbrook? At this point? At this point? At this point? He led that Washington team to the play-in. And they did make the playoffs. What the fuck? Ain't got to win on them niggas. And Westbrook can't even shoot. So that's a cap. Bradley Beal? No. So how many is that? Tally kept count. That's at least 10. That's more than 10. It's more than 10. I didn't say Steph Curry. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Come on. Zion? Mm, no, no, hell no, 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 no. Should I keep going? You didn't Devin that. Booker? No. Chris Paul? No. DeAndre Ayton? Equal. I'll say they're equal. Guess what? Rudy equal. fucking go burnt. What? Rudy does. I no. feel like Rudy does more offensively. Rudy does more offensively. Rudy does more offensively. 2020. Rudy get, that's why I say Rudy get, does more offensively, so I'll so give Rudy what? the advantage. Better. Nikola Jokic? Hell no. Nah. Bro, that's more than fucking 15 players. He ain't a star. Somebody yeah, so you just named players. 20 players who are stars. And you didn't even mention Giannis. Or Tatum. So, so, he's so not, that's that's he's my point. You can be a star and not be top twenty. You're not. You can't be a star and you're not the second. But I'm best. not saying Ben Simmons is a star. That's you my point. Be? But no, because you just you you said this is what you said. You can't be top twenty and not be a star. You you mentioned twenty players. You can't be top fifteen and you're not a star. If but you, you didn't even, gee, within that top 15, you didn't even mention Giannis. You didn't mention Jason Tatum either. I'm saying, so this is what I mean. You can't be a star player in this league if you're the third piece. You are equivalent to KCP. The only team that can say that difference is fucking Brooklyn because of what they built. 
but you, but you put each individual in them niggas on their own team, they will take that team to the playoffs, barring injury. Ben Simmons can't do that. He won't do that. You put Ben Simmons on any of these teams in the league, fuck it. You put him on Philly by himself right now. They are eight seed at best, and that's because Tobias Harris. I don't want to hear it. He ain't a star. Stars develop their game. As much as you about to shit on Westbrook, did he not develop? Yeah. I mean, not Westbrook. I mean, Greg Frank, did he not develop? Yeah, he developed. He realized that strength is going to, I don't got a move to save my life, so strength is going to get me these MVPs. Develop. He ain't afraid to attempt more than fucking four field goals. And threes. Which, even though I'm tired of seeing that nigga shoot threes. Yeah, threes too. Don't need to do it. There is. A come a time when you have to put the fandom for a nigga aside, in which I do. I've been doing that more and more. I've fallen in love with basketball. I've become a lover of the game and not the players nor team. There's still play. There's still players I will root for no matter fucking what. That's like KD, Bron, AD, because he's from my city, so on. Ben Simmons is one of those players I will continuously root for for the rest of his career. But he ain't a star. Australian Tony Allen. Britain Grind. That's, that's the second that's the second title for the show. Australian Tony Allen, bro. <laughs> so yeah. So game, before we move on to the next <laughs> Easter Conference series uh, is Philly done? <laughs> is I'm going not to gonna say yes. Oh, oh, I mean, yes like this sure. is so is is this over at six or, is, or can Philly take this? Will Philly take this to seven? Philly can't take it to seven off of Joe and B, but he's banged up. You needed to end this in Atlanta. The more you give that team. The, the edge in that series, the more you lose in the long run. You are the better team. This happens in playoffs continuously. What's the, the, what's the, the, like, the least like, great team get that mojo going and be able to win at your spot? You lose. Few teams can come back from that shit unless you are a great Kawhi Leonard, an all-time great, was able to get past that because that's what he is. Joel Embiid is not even 65%. He playing the way he is because he is an all-time great. But this is what I'm trying to say, Chris. When you have a person on your team that is consistent, is considered the third-best player and you can't get any production out of him, especially while he's getting cooked on defense. This is different for Rudy Gobert and Giannis, in a sense, because Ben Simmons is a man-to-man defender. Giannis and Rudy Gobert ain't that. They help on the block. That's what they do. And because Giannis and Rudy Gobert is able to help on the block and not defend in the perimeter and not be, be able to do things like Kawhi and Ben Simmons can do, they're able to officially help their team when it comes to teams going to get paint points and shit like that, right? Now, 
the fact that Ben Simmons is a man-to-man defender, in which he go, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be able to guard one through five. That's fucking cap. You can't give me a situation where he grew, where he officially guarded a great five. You can't give me a situation in that aspect. So I went here. I went to five shit. A lot of fives are like more defensive in this age. He ain't guarding Joe Tick officially. Probably can't even guard Giannis officially because Giannis is a, a fucking five. If we keeping it buck, should be so, playing a five. You 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 can't you 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 can't give me that. That's money. Marky Morris shot so fucking good. Why his brother can't shoot like that? Y'all twin. Um, but no, like you can't you can't. I'm kind of done talking about it because it's like a broken record with certain players in the league who don't take their game to the next level, but expect shit. You talk cash shit about Rudy Gobert. Because of Rudy Gobert, his team is, 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 is in the playoffs right now. The only reason that LA is is is, is making it is competitive and it's not even going to cap because Donovan Mitchell not even 100%. That's the only reason. And they don't got Mike Conley. But if they team was 100%, well rested, all that type of shit, bro, LA would have been fucking done by now. It would have been they would have been done in five. And that's no cap. And it's probably without Uncle Kawhi would have had his 30 points per game. Ain't nobody else helping. That Utah Jazz team, as much as we like to shit on Utah as a, as a state, because it is, that motherfucker team is built to perfect perfection for their star player and a star defensive player. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, so what, what Ben Simmons is doing on this court is not help winning a basketball game. They will never win a basketball game with Ben Simmons as their third best player, as their second best player. That team needs a legit shooter. That team needs a legit sh- a person who can create their own shot coming from fucking half court. Other than Joel Embiid, and sometimes Tobias Harris, you you need a that that, that 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 team needs somebody that can control the offense with not with not just pace off a fast break and damning that shit to fucking Seth Curry. Of course he gonna make the shit. You playing with nothing but momentum going downhill. Like of course you gonna get fucking fifteen assists playing with a team that's on fire like that. Of course you're gonna get 17 assists, 14 rebounds with Joel Embiid is either gonna he's gonna break the fucking three-point shot he attempted seven times in the game, or he gonna you or he's gonna get the assist by him beat anybody that sees him in the post. So of course that's gonna happen. Of course you're gonna be looking really, really good on the defensive side because you get Joel Embiid to fucking help you. You also got Thibault to fucking help you. You got other great defenders on that team to help. Of course you're going to look that like that. But if you consider your star, a star is a person who can get you 20 on a night whenever. Ben Simmons can't do that. Greek Freak, use, a star use what they got as they, as they, that they God-given talent, their athleticism, to get them 22, 23 points a night. Ben Simmons can't do that shit, bro. He a fraud. It is what it is. He's a fraud. Phony. As the nigga on Family Guy would say. <laughs> He's Fucking a phony. Fat phony. <laughs> I wouldn't call that nigga fat, but. <laughs> like, you can't. 
You can't, you, if you can't name me five players that's in that top 15 that Ben Simmons is better than, he ain't a star. No stars in this league averaging five fucking points or 10 or 16. That's not fucking Rudy Gobert. But Rudy Gobert also gave you 14 fucking rebounds and damn near three blocks a game. And also on the number one team in the league in terms of record and deep in the playoffs. It's not a fraud team. What the fuck? Ben Simmons playing with two other niggas. That all you have to do, you're not catching no double teams. You're not getting trapped. They're telling you to shoot. They telling you to drive. Nigga, you miss, you jag they fucking layup. And every time you jag something in this game, Atlanta Hawks hit their ass with a three. Look at it. Go ahead and watch the tape. I watched the fucking game. Stat wise, you know, is is he's making a good point because I'm looking at Ben Stevens' stats right now. So you go back all the way back to his 2017-18 season. He averaged 16, 6. 16 and 6. Then this it went it goes down. His points per game average is going down every season. He's at 13 right now. I think this season he averaged you, that was about it. Are you a are you a star? You don't even deserve your own fucking colorway on the shoe averaging 13 points. I'm done. Let's let's talk about Katie. Let's talk about a great basketball player, bro. So because like, this man. shit is ass. <laughs> so KD, look, man, to quote Future, man, KD did the unbelievable, man. He did the unbelievable. You got to remember that this man had no Achilles two years ago. Almost this day two years ago, that man had no Achilles. A couple couple days ago, that man, a couple days ago, two years ago, he did not have Achilles. And literally, we are two years post- Achilles imploding. This man has dropped almost a 50-point triple-double and came back from a 17-point lead. Beat a two-time MVP defensive player of the year. Beat they ass without Kyrie Irving. Low-key, Kyrie probably sprained his ankle so you uh, make sure you got Juneteenth off. I just realized that. I'm not fucking stupid. But, um, and James Harden does not have a hamstring. He is a step back away from not having a hamstring. Point is this. That nigga KD different. I If you sit there and tell me two years ago that KD was going to be the best player in the league off of Achilles, I was probably going to slap the shit out of you. But at the end of the day, there is this. This nigga KD is the best player in the league. Everybody else. It's KD and everybody else. Nigga, it's not even K, bro. I can't even put them. KD, uh, look, bro. I can't put them niggas in the same combo. Oh, no, no. And hell no. I'm telling you right now. No. Bron at his best is second. Bron in the regular season is like fucking four or five. I'm going to say that. I'm going to keep it above. There's only three players in this league right now that are head and shoulders above everybody else. That's Bron, KD, Stephen Curry. Only three niggas. Everybody else can, can, you know, they have parts of their game that you can exploit 
or they like Harden would be a close four in that aspect because Harden plays at another level when he can, right? Yeah. But everybody else doesn't know, and Bron is on the latter end of that three. Because Bron can control the game now really good, but he can't control the game like he could have even freaking three years ago. Even three. 2018, Bron, watches this Bron right now. Just the way it is. On the bum, on the bum ankle, he can watch this Bron right now. It is what it is. He'll say, he'll say that. Nigga, I used to see the nigga twist his ankles and tie his shoes up. But this is also a hot, once again, it's the difference between a hot ankle sprain and the other ankle sprain. But I get what you mean. And you're not lying. And, like, literally, this is a very pro LeBron podcast. And we're saying this. It's not a, you know, a slight to him. It's just KD. It, and the, the nigga's fucking 36. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I don't expect him to be the best player in the league. I don't. Shit. So it be that way. But either way, the point is this. This is about KD. KD's world. It's KD's world. And just the fact that he does what he does and make it look simple. It's so simple. It's like, it's crazy when you, you can legit watch this nigga. Literally, you be like, does his thing. He, like, he goes up to shoot that jumper. you like, oh, man, that's going in. That's what I saw last night. Each time, especially once once they, the Nets start making that run in the second half, I was like, ooh, there's nothing you can do to stop this man. You better score back. Nets didn't even want to score back. Oh, okay, you're making KD's life easy because he's not missing. James Harden ain't trying to do shit. 26, 7, and 5. And that's, bro, he didn't even play even half of the games this season. If he would have played. I don't more even know games, if this nigga played probably, fucking he 40. He probably would have averaged 30. For real, for real, if he would have played all of his games. Like, there is a... So, there's like a couple things I want to talk about in the playoffs before we fucking even think about wrestling, right? And it's it's like the Bucks game, and it's the Clippers right now, bro. And and it's like praise for the Clippers, actually. Um, This Bucks game... The Bucks game plan, not only game plan, but the way they play basketball... As Charles Barkley would say, but I'm gonna use a very, very derogative term, it's retarded. He say stupid, I say retarded. And that's only because he worked with TNT. Exactly. He had he he know he had to stop calling San Antonio women fat because TNT acted <laughs> nothing. I guess some San Antonio woman working that office. But no, like when you look let me tell you something. Man. When you look at when you look at the lineup for the Bucks, this is why Ty Lu is a better coach than Mike Buddha. Adjustment. This is a game of adjustment and runs and, and, and being a better coach when the time is needed. The way that, that Ty Lu adjusts going being down 0-2 is probably better than any fucking coach in the league. Down 0-2 to the fucking to the math, adjusting to the point when they win. Down 0-2 to the to the to the Utah Jazz, adjusting to the point when they tie this shit up. Adjustment. What is Mike Budahosa adjusting? Shit. Because Brooke Lopez is, is still on the fucking court. court. What is the reason you don't pay Bobby Porter? 
It was literally a point when it was, what game was that that he played where he was every time somebody was coming to the hole he stopped. Brook Lopez is over, and this is okay. Look, look, let me say something. That didn't make sense. No, 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 no. I can understand the Brook Lopez piece, right? Because this is I watched this game, and because I knew they was gonna lose. Even when they was up seventeen, I knew that was. I, so it just it wasn't was sitting stupid. in my spirit, right? It was just it didn't. I wasn't ready to slander Kevin Durant. I wasn't ready to do nothing. One, I probably never slander Kevin Durant because ain't no such thing to slander. Still but when they down, when they was down, I'm looking at the way they do. They will pass it to the post with Brooke. Brooke. We'll have Joe Harris on him, Brown on him, Harden on him. All mismatches. Mike fucking James on him. Guess what happened? He passes the ball out to somebody who bricked the fucking three. Who the fuck writes those schemes? That's the type of shit... Chris, that's the type of shit we play on 2K is because we know damn well that shot ain't going in in the post. 2K post shots, we're like 0 for 1 million at this point. Unless you know how to finesse a hook shot, right? Or, but if you play on Hall of Fame, anything else, shit really not happening. But even in 2K, I will be able to make that shot. Nigga, if I was in Brook Lopez, I would say, fuck you, Giannis. I'm getting 30. They keep putting these niggas on me. Now, I will also say this to the crowd saying that Giannis should be defending KD. You ask him to slander Giannis next game. Giannis is going to get fucking cooked. Giannis is not a person who can guard the perimeter, and especially at a player like KD. Like the best person to guard him is PJ Tucker. Because he PJ Tucker. You get it. The way you stop KD. And players like KD, Curry, and shit like that, who just give you fucking shots, even out of rhythm shots, you have to be an irritant. You just got to make him uncomfortable. You have to make him uncomfortable. You have to make him uncomfortable. Patrick Beverly and and PJ Tucker will not be successful, but you are an irritant to the point that they probably shoot high 30, high, I mean, low 40%. Instead of giving your ass 58% or 70 or 60% from the field, all fucking jumpers. So, and then you play really good team defense. Now, there should have been no situation. I know you really can't double team that because you got to watch. Let me let Joe Harris kill me. Let let Mike James kill me. Let you live with, with, with Green hitting seven for eight threes. You live with that. You live with it. You, okay, he hit seven for eight threes. KD not about to hit them bitches, though. And if so far, if if, if, if if the only two people you got to stop is Green and KD, guess fucking what? That's easier to stop than a nigga that's on pace to hit 50 before the fucking second quarter end. The team is so fucking stupid, bro, that you would rather have Giannis. <laughs> James Harden told the defense, I got this. Once you hear that, you say I'm about to bully this nigga. Because not only one, he disrespected my game. Not only two, he disrespected my fucking manhood. And not only three, he disrespected me. He disrespected my fucking kid. Because now my kid got a new fucking father. 
<laughs> so you he told this nigga, oh no no no, I got this. Nigga, you back that nigga down, and if they throw the double team, you pass out or draw a foul. Everybody else in the league can do that shit. But he don't want to get fouled because that nigga him, Luca, and sometimes LeBron James at the free throw line, and I don't even want to bring up Ben Simmons. He just shit. <laughs> Cannot hit a free throw to say anything like. Giannis is the only player, I think, in the league to get multiple 10-second fucking violations at the free throw line. You can fix that shit. You don't have to be a great free throw shooter. Braun is nowhere near a great free throw shooter. But I will tell you this. He going to be just like you on 2K. He going to hit one of them too. You might be down by one point or you might be up by one point. But he going to hit one of them too. And then figure out a play to get the ball. Back. That's just the way it is. You can't do that. You're so fucking. It's like he's like a deer in the headlights, and he actually listened to Mike Budenholzer. Stop listening to this nigga. You are the star of this team. What the fuck do you tell me? I can't go. Even though you gonna get kicked by Kevin Durant, my manhood is on the line. It don't matter. Why the fuck am I guarding Joe Harris? Now he's not even guarding fucking Green. It's bad, bro. It's fucking bad. He don't have any moves. And you know, I love Giannis, bro. Y'all know this. I was saying he should be in top MVP uh, contention. MVP contention. But guess what? That's regular season shit. Nigga, Jotic got an MVP. Now that nigga with his Serbian brothers looking for Devin Booker. <laughs> that shit don't matter no more. This regular, this, this postseason shit different. You going against the greatest player in the world right now. There's no way... You let him slut you out like that. And then you proceed. He you out. And then you proceed to say, Found yeah, that's you the on best Tinder. The he took I'm you to that donuts. I'm glad you brought that He up. bought you any donut that you wanted. He also walked with you on the lake. He skipped rocks with you down on the beach. You, you saw the skyline for downtown for the first time. You went to, you went to the mall. He got you a nice little t-shirt from the fucking Lego store. You walk to an American girl. You talking about a story of how you never had one of them dolls. He thinking about it in the back of his head for the next anniversary. Then he took you home. And he slutted you the fuck out. And got you an Uber. There's no fucking way that you can tell me that you are a two-time EVP, defensive player of the year. You in the ranks with Hakeem and Jordan. And you can't do shit. And then it's like the shit that he be saying after the game, you know, giving him praise. Oh, he's the best player in the world. Maybe that's the this the only time situations where I, where I agree with them saying like certain players are soft in the way. Because ain't no way in hell I'm in the playoffs. Like you said, I'm coming off a two time a back to back MVP and the defensive player of the year. I'm supposed to be that nigga, right? I'm not giving him big ups in the playoffs. I'll do that shit after we either win or lose. Hey man, right that that type of activity got DeRozan shipped out. When DeRozan did that, LeBron slutted them niggas out in the playoffs I'm a couple years DeRozan ago. I'd be Simmons. mad if LeBron did that shit to me too. But at least you, you know, it was after the loss. You don't do that shit while you in the fuck in the midst of a of a heated playoff series. Hell no. Yeah, that's the difference. I'm not, I'm not up in nobody. I agree with that. I agree. 
I definitely yeah. agree. But I can't. So I can't. I can't. The best player in the world. I can't. I can't. I can't. Go at this nigga, man. I can honestly say, you know what? They win Game Six. Most likely about to happen. It is what it is. It's going to seven, most likely. The NBA probably won fucking three game sevens right now. So, best believe Adam Silver will make that fucking call. Um, but when you look at, I can deal with you saying he's the best player in the world. Everybody says it. You same thing happened with what fucking Pat Bev and Lou Williams when they was irritating KD and KD was like, "Fuck it, do y'all know who I am?" and proceeded to whoop the niggas' asses. All the way from that side of the court to all on that side of the court, and next thing you know, that like Clippers, bye bye. So I can deal with that shit, man. You can't stop him. You do kiss the ring at that point. That's all you can do. The nigga got forty nine. When 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 Bron dropped fifty on the Warriors and steal off, them niggas kissed the ring. They did. They kissed the ring. KD kissed. It. Bro, KD kissed Bron Wing while we're in the finals MVP and literally said, man, he averaged a fucking triple-double. What was I supposed to do? Kiss the ring. And you were a way better team. So, mind you, I say this. When you are a, a franchise player, one, he's not. Keeping the buck with you. Not a franchise player. That franchise player tag is different from how it is in football and basketball. And this might be just my opinion, but he's not. Franchise players are literally the best player damn near in their whole entire market. You bring any other top five niggas with Giannis, nigga, a shadow. He ain't a number one. He's a number two. He ain't a four or three. He's a fucking five. Mike Budahoser, Bobby Portis, him, Middleton, Drew, P.J. Tucker. That's the lineup. That's your lineup. The shooter might be a little whack. Now, my points can still shoot. But there is a situation in which not only do you get nice interior defense, but everybody can guard their man to an extent. You're not fighting Kyrie. Kyrie, fuck you niggas up this year. Like, no, like Kyrie will be the reason they win against what? Not KD. KD was going to get you a point. But we talk about KD. Kyrie was fucking unguardable as well. I always say this, the best under-the-basket player in basketball. Kyrie fucked them boys up. Kyrie wasn't missing threes. He was having a 50-40-90 fucking playoffs. Can't get no better than that. So, but you're not going to get some. Harden, I should have bet it. I should have bet it. Say Harden not going to get more than 10 points. I would have probably had $10,000 in my pocket right now. Harden didn't get 10. So you mean to tell me Harden didn't get 10. Kyrie wasn't playing. Joe Harris literally plays like Joe a nigga that, like that five or six. He literally seemed like a nigga that supposed to be facing my computer. Joe Mike James need to be back in China. Like I forgot to add that damn uh China uh sound back to the board too. That Nihao, Nihao. I have one uh it's called the Beijing Ducks. That too, but like, I think like, Blake Griffin gave them seventeen five or some shit. Like Blake Griffin is a very good. One. I'm going to be very happy to see Blake Griffin get his ring. Is it a? Is it a? Yeah, people slam. Is it a Griffin ring? Blake Griffin knew what he had to do. When Look, he man. Came. But well, no, Blake, no. Blake Griffin is an evil Blake son Griffin. of a bitch, but I respect but, it. 
too. He tricked everybody in doubt. Like the nigga, like people really forget that he was injured doing his Pistons run. But when he wasn't injured, the Pistons was a playoff team in the East. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. They, they were, were literally team. in the playoffs with this nigga. They were. They were eighth, seven seeds in the East. And he was making them to the playoffs. So it's not like he just got fucking injured and they let him get that time off. But pressure from the media saying, oh, Blake Griffin ain't here no more. That's a dead contract. Woody, woody, woo. They bought the nigga out. I would have just let him walk. Fuck it. Who the fuck coming to Detroit? This contract can stay dead on this. Like, we got a bill. Who the fuck coming to Detroit? Really? We got one nigga to come to Detroit, and this nigga not even about to get his jersey to be hung up. Nobody come here. So, say that to say this, right? They even gave up Christian Wood. Fucking team is stupid. But Ben Simmons going to love it. Now. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I just my last thing I gotta say is is that you can't win a championship with few players as your number one. What what Luca going through right now will be fixed as he become more of a great player. Trey Young right now will most likely get Atlanta to a conference finals and a finals one day in his career. Maybe a championship, depending on who he get with him. He's that fucking good. Like, John Morant will probably never see a conference final stand in Memphis because it's fucking Memphis, but he will always be there. Zion most likely will have a championship before he said and gone. Same thing with Donovan Mitchell. Same thing, Jason Taylor will probably most likely have multiple championships by the time he gone. Yeah. But you can't. Tell me that Greek Freak should be your first option on a championship team. He's not. Because to the be first, honest. the first fucking season point. I mean, you know, them, 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 them season points and all that type of shit. Number one PR. That's all good and dandy. The nigga ain't got no moves. Brian didn't have no moves, but he had skill. It is what it is. Brian never had a move, but he can hit a fadeaway. He has skills, and if you leave him open, he might hit that three. Can't get de- no better. Than well, de- LeBron developed, like he developed, consistently developed. You know, and when he and he know how to use his body at the age that it is. When he was athletic, he was fucking athletic. But and, with, three, and skillful. That's the scary. That was the scary thing about Miami Lebron. He was. We saw him do some amazing shit athletically. But he, the skill was there. He watches his body. I ain't talking about mine every episode, but best player in the league. Uh, well, second best player, maybe third. But there is, when you watch Creek Creek, you can see a deer in the headlights. <laughs> and it's intended. No, because it's not even pun intended. The reason why. Because a buck is more frightening than a deer. So they the bucks, not the deers. <laughs> he looked so like the deers last, in that fourth quarter. He didn't do anything, bro. He's taller than everybody on that court. One, fucking Claxton, underrated in the series. Under-fucking-rated. Underrated on that team. He's going to get money from somebody one day. 
If anybody watching how good he is as a defensive end, go ahead and get money from somebody someday. Manny makes a couple dumb plays here and there, but he's young. Shit happened. Mike Brown playing the fucking four and whooping y'all ass. Sometimes the five. Sometimes the fucking five. Giannis can't play it, though. At least <laughs> somebody made a cool comparison on Twitter. I'm done. Y'all can talk shit. But just like AD, AD, people say AD is not a, people say AD played a five. No, AD can't play the five because he's a two guard in a seven foot body. His game ain't five right. But Giannis, Giannis is built as an athletic five. All he have to do is literally catch lobs and play strong. Can't no other five in the league see him at that point. And play defense. Yeah, you might not average 30. Fuck it. Chris Middleton ain't saving you. That's another thing. I'm done, bro. All right. <laughs> Look, man, so to wrap up my thoughts on this potential in- eventual into this series, because by the time this episode drops, the Nets might be in the second round. I mean, in the conference finals. But either way, I'm dis. I'm, I'm more disappointed in Giannis. The Bucks is the Bucks. G. It's like you had an opportunity to literally, you had the momentum coming in, and then you, 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 you dropped it. Just like how Giannis dropped the ball when Chris Middleton passed him a really great fucking pass, but different story for a different day. But you dropped it. Literally. And I'm disappointed in Giannis because he could have done more. But at the same time, you this has been my and this is my biggest critique of the of the of the Bucks. Is yes, Chris Middleton is your closer. Should he be your closer? No. I shouldn't see it it, it bothers me seeing Chris Middleton try to go bucket to bucket with KD. Because after the first two, you asking to get slapped in the mouth. At that point, KD is like, "Yo, I'm not about to let Chris Middleton go bucket the bucket with me in this shit." And he did. Drew Holiday had a chance to send James Harden to God, but Drew Holiday acting like Drew Holiday on my my career team that I won a championship with with the Pelicans, and where he literally decided to not be aggressive. And that's disappointing. Drew Holiday is stealing money. I love Drew Holiday. I love everything he do for his community, that everything he played for. I love the way he's a great father, great fucking husband. Literally took time off on the lead to make sure his wife was safe and secure when yeah. she was going through what she was going through. Drew Holiday is a great man. Fuck Drew Holiday. And ever since he is stealing money. And I'm joking. Like I said, Drew Holiday, if you ever hear this, I'm joking, bro. I really appreciate you as a person. But you stole money from Milwaukee. And I'm always team ski mask. So do what you got to do. Black men get paid. Black men get paid. He was like, oh, he's there to guard Kyrie. Didn't happen. He's there to irritate Harden. Harden irritated himself with a fucking hammy. And God forbid them times they switched him on KD. Fuck it. There's nothing you could do. He's six fold. KD's seven foot. Nothing you could do. But point is this there's no business why. Nobody else on that on that net scene should have had a reason to get hot unless his name was Kevin fucking Durant. Jeff Green had 24. Blake Griffin got more than 10 points, which is an issue. Those situations shouldn't happen. 
And that's why I'm more disappointed. And I also, throughout this series, I'm really learning that this team, it's not that Mike Budenholzer is a bad coach. He's a bad coach in the sense of teaching intellect. Because they do some dumb shit. As a co- like as a coach, just some shit where you'd be like, that shouldn't happen. At all. Especially with the players you got. When Giannis had James Harden on, he shot that fucking fadeaway after James Harden said, I got this. Even though James Harden is a really good post defender. For some odd reason, he's a good post defender. Especially against Giannis. There's, no, there's plenty no, of evidence. No, there's no, plenty no. of evidence. Against Giannis specifically, it's good no. it's evidence. No, no. Great players do great things. That too. And That's great it. players do great things. That's it. Like great players do great things. Am I expecting Curry, who barely six feet, to do something in the post? Of course not. No, but I, it's, it's enough. All, it's I, enough hardened footage in the post where I'm like, exactly. okay, it's, he knows what to do. He guarded Bron. It's times when he guarded, especially you know, it's multiple clips guarded uh, of fucking Greek freak. There are multiple clips of him saying, "I got this." Um, but it, in terms of Giannis, though, I don't know. They probably lose it. I think he goes seven, but if they lose game six. If they lose game six, Mike Budenholzer got to go. I don't give a fuck. He got to go. I feel like he got to go regardless. But as I was saying, it's certain intellectual things, like as a coach, you're supposed to instill to your players, be like, don't do that. Please don't do that. And you don't see that with the Bucks. They are a good team offensively, but sometimes, but come playoff time, that shit is like a flickering light. Very it's like a flickering light when that offense is. And defensively, you're just getting by because you have some solid defenders in your starting lineup. But there is, to me as a team, there is no excuse to lose to just Kevin Durant in the Beijing Tigers. It's no excuse. KD's supposed to drop 50. The triple-double was a bonus, but it was no reason why Jeff Green had more than 20, Blake Griffin had that, and Joe Harris had a bad game, and you still fucking lost. No excuse. I don't care. James Harden was a walking decoy. A walking decoy. No reason why that James Harden played 46 minutes and you still lost, and he had a bad hammy. No excuse. So... Fuck the Bucks. It is what it is. If they make if they somehow advance, hey, you didn't fold under pressure. I give y'all that. You get a cookie for that, honestly. But in terms of like that game said more. I learned more about the Bucks in that game than I did the two other games that they won. That game spoke to me more. It, really should, it should be over with right now because I'm telling you, man, if they would have lost, they should were supposed to lose that game before too. They supposed to lose. Well, they were supposed to lose the the Mike the the Mike Brown game, but the Mike Brown game, the Bruce or Brown game, Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown game. They should they were supposed to lose that game. But it is what it is. Fuck them. Let's go west. Um, the Suns did the the Suns is probably the only team in the playoffs that's just saying, hey, we taking care of business, and to the point where even COVID said, you niggas are just too fucking good. And basketball gods, the <laughs> basketball gods. Whatever beef they have with Chris Paul, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul needs to sacrifice. Somebody Chris Paul. Something for fucking, like you have to send somebody, bro. 
Cause ain't no way your ass paying the price of that shit like that, bro. It's sad, but hopefully, hopefully, like I said, if he's not like you know really going through it with the COVID stuff, barring anything, no else, matter what I team they go against, they win game one. Yeah, like the, I, they probably, I'm thinking them to beat the beat either the Clippers or the Jazz, regardless. Uh, I don't know they beat the Jazz in a seven game series. I know they make it tough on the Jazz. They go, if they if they see the Clippers, Clippers, if the Clippers, Clippers if Paul George take the Clippers to the fucking finals, no more slander. Oh yeah, the slander gone, slander gone. But I don't trust Paul. That's the thing. I just don't trust Paul George. I just don't trust playoff P. Like I just can't. Like is he probably hooping right now? I don't even know what stats are right now. But if he, he's probably doing pretty well. But I still don't trust Paul George come playoff time. That's just me personally. If and, and with Paul George is definitely a prove me wrong to shut me the fuck up. As in you have to get them to the finals for me to shut the fuck shut me the fuck up. Plain and simple. But but let's focus on the Suns. But the Suns really are in a shaky predicament. But I'm glad that they did the job. They saw. They saw blood against their opponents and proceeded to kill. They they saw a hobbled Lakers team and killed. They saw a hobbled Nuggets team and murdered. You know, Jokic literally, Jokic, I don't give Jokic no fault in that series because he hooped his ass off. It's just unfortunate that, that he fell for the troll. And even though they shouldn't not eject him because that is a common, like that, that foul animation is on 2K. Cameron Payne just sold it, but also Cameron Payne's naturally ugly, so the referee probably saw his face and was like, "Okay, that's that's a that's a that's a tech. That's gets get him out of here." But point is this: the Suns have proved Suns are my favorite until this to this morning because now it's a little shaky because once again the basketball god said things are looking too predictable and. Bondanovich has the leading scorer for the Jazz right now. They own down. They only up five. Yeah, like I said, they that game's gonna gonna go to the wire. Um, but but either way, point is this: I like what the Suns are doing. Hopefully, Chris Paul isn't gone for too long. Hopefully, and whoever they see in this see in the conference finals will probably have a tough series because Devin Booker is hooping his fucking ass off. And I love to see it. It's another opportunity for him to shine too. Yeah, because man, him and Aiden, but definitely Devin Booker because I see nobody on the Jazz could stop him. I see, I definitely nobody on. The we already saw what he did to Paul George a couple times this season, even though it's the regular season. But we we saw what he did to Paul George a couple times this season. That man was very disrespectful to the point where I think he called Paul George pussy. So. That man ain't scared of none of them niggas. And for a light-skinned nigga, Devin Booker gets on there a lot of niggas' nerves. It's funny as hell to see. Now, he a real nigga. No yeah, he definitely a real nigga because he probably did see. Shout out to whoever made that tweet where they say, yo, Kitch's brothers is going to be sitting on his old school after the game. They probably were. He probably dapped them up and, and went into the car and drove the fuck off. But point is this. 
is this is going the the Suns is in a really tough situation, but I think they will be fine. Now, the Nuggets. Want to briefly talk about them? What do you aim to do this off season? Yeah, you got hit with injuries. Yeah, you could put it on injuries, but do you view? Let's just say this: if somebody offers you a nice deal, let's just say somebody offers a really great deal for Michael Porter Jr. Let's say for like a star level, an all-star level player, not a star level player, but an all-star level player. Do you say no? Uh, you say yeah, because that's the best case scenario. You don't kind of want to, you know, you, you looking like a win-now team. Yotik is one of the better players in the league. Say yeah, but there's no possible player. Like I just, it's tough for me to think of a player. That's just that's why I asked. There is none. Um, you don't. There's nobody in the league right now who, who, who's not necessarily worth, um, but who can you know can yeah. actually I, you know. But like, if just to say the opportunity presented itself, that's that's more my that's that's why I can't really think of a who. But if the opportunity presented itself to that just say, maybe? yeah, like a Jalen Brown type, Nothing like a Jalen Brown level player. Okay, Jalen Brown level player. You, he's still young, but still has lots of upside. But you know he will help your team, and plus a way better defender than what Michael Porter Jr. is right now. Hi, yes. Yeah, but that you know that's money. I think it works. You strap your team up. You definitely give you definitely give picks away other than Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have picks. So you could probably get something like Bradley Beal. That's another situation in which you give picks away. Like you, you a team that can win a chip. The league has parity other than that one fucking team in the East. You're okay. Like and then like I will say this right now: good teams, good well constructed teams beat super teams all the time. Happened yeah. to Miami. Happened to the Warriors. Well, everybody was injured. No matter. Happened to Bron with the Warriors. The first thing you don't really consider the '73 and now Warriors team a super team. A team that was built each other. Like a well-constructed team minus Harris Barnes beat Bron in there. And it's like one of those situations you really can't, like you know, fall. So. That's what a Nuggets said right now. They're a well-constructed team. They're missing a second-star player who can average 25 points for them in the playoff game, who's going to get the double teams off of Jokic. Like, this is – that shit, too. That shit, you missing. Like, missing, missing. So, mm-hmm. that's one of those situations where you can't even fault. You know, you chalk, you chalk that one up to the basketball guys. Yeah. Even though they got swept, it's never good to get swept. But but it's like their situation was they overachieved. They overachieved like a motherfucker. Overachieved. Damon was supposed to be in that spot one. They overachieved. That's why Jokic is the MVP. They overachieved the whole regular season after Murray went down. Mm-hmm. Because they still steadily played good. They just had to make up for that. You know that lack of. Like with Jamal Murray scoring. Well, yeah, because they, they didn't have no perimeter scoring. Will Barton, 
I'm Will Barden is a really good scorer, but he was gone. He was he's he's been he's been in and out the lineup for too damn long. Um, if they could just let him go, just let him go because his health is so much in the question. Uh, that's really the only nigga I trust who could score. Michael Porter Jr. as talented as he is at scoring, he's so he's still inconsistent. He could have a great twenty five point game and then give me twelve the next. I'm like nigga. At least give me twenty. A guy that you can, well, no, because I don't think the contract will match, will match up. But somebody that might be able to fit with the Nuggets, somebody like a Zach Levine, you could. Oh, and the Bulls not giving that nigga up. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying, like if it, if he was actually available. Yeah. I he feel would. like that's somebody that you can that you can trade that would help them a lot. It'd be funny as hell to see that nigga literally Jokic pass that nigga the ball. For alley oop and he does a fucking windmill double pump. I'ma laugh and cry, but stayed in the air for a very long time. It's like I I would need those highlights in slow motion almost every day, yeah. <laughs> every day. But anyway, but okay, just want to see what we thought on the Nuggets, uh, Jazz and Clippers. For sure, for sure, next season. Yeah, they they should be fine. So, uh, Jazz and Clippers, which is on as we speak right now, it's halftime. Uh, Jazz is up by five. Uh, Donovan Mitchell still a little bit hobbled. Uh, Ty Lue did his Ty Lue adjustment and realized that Gobert is not an offensive threat, so they play small. Thus, we have a series. Kawhi Leonard is gone, so things balance it out a lot more. This is probably the most interesting series because if I'm the Suns, I'm hoping this goes seven. But this game is also going to tell me more about the Clippers. Well, I still don't know what the fuck the Clippers are. I said this last night. I don't know who the fuck the Clippers are. I don't trust them niggas. Because if Kawhi's not there, you're missing 30 whole points. And I don't trust Reggie Jackson with the green light. I don't. I really don't. So that's another issue in itself. But I'm hoping... That the Clippers do prove me wrong because they're too fucking talented. But also, the Jazz is just a well-oiled machine. And they're still missing Mike fucking Conley. Yeah. And I feel like if Mike Conley comes back, because I, I believe this series might go seven. Something just telling me this series. It's, Stupid Alert is screeching over this entire series. If they do go seven, Mike Conley might come back next game. Win or lose, Mike Conley's coming back next game, I think. If not, he's definitely back if the series goes seven. Mike Conley come back, I think that helps because it gets it gives Donovan Mitchell a break off the ball. And plus you have a legit another perimeter scorer who I trust. And a great shooter. And somebody to set up the offense. And that helps Rudy Gobert because Rudy Gobert just Yeah. But this is a really fun series to watch, but it's also a very annoying series because I just don't know what to think of this series. But I do like the fact that Ty Lue is keeping up in the coaching battle because what's-his-name is a really good coach. I can't think of his name right now. He's a great coach. But Ty Lue, one of his strong suits is adjustments. He figures out adjustments and makes the other team try to figure it out to break it. And I give him that. So it's on... I can't think of your name right now, Jazz Coach. I will look it up. Quinn Snyder? There we go, Quinn Snyder. There we go. Thank you. I'm, I don't know why I was thinking his name started with a V. But, yeah, Quinn Snyder. Oh, because he looks like a fucking villain. That's what I think. But, yeah, 
Quinn Snyder, it's on you to figure it out. And it's probably also up to you to tell Rudy Gobert to be fucking aggressive because Nick Batum should not have no business doing that well against him. But I understand the logic in it because you're tra- defensively it makes the most sense because you're stretching that nigga away from the basket. But also at the same time, you re- Rudy goddamn Gobert, figure that shit out. Figure that shit all the way out. So, but um, y'all thoughts on this series? Same as yours. Yeah. Um, Jazz win just because you missing your star player. Again, if Paul George can get this team to Western Conference Final, even though the Suns win, that's still a big, that's still huge in your book, dog. Like fucking huge. As a as an organ, not only an organization, but as a fucking like player, just you able to take the number one team out. We know the Jazz is frauds and shit like that. Or however, they just want to say, but what the fuck happened to it? Yeah, it's pretty much same thing. I mean, I kind of would would rather the Clippers make it to the conference final just because I don't even want the possibility of the Jazz making the final. I just don't like this team. I mean, they're a good team, but fuck, fuck the state of Utah. And they just happen to be there, so, you know, they got to get it. You know, they, they on that side of my hate for that city, that state. But I think the Jazz, I think they're good enough to finish them off. For sure. They should. Um. And I'm looking at the stats right now. Donovan Mitchell only has nine points. And it's not like he's just not really attempting. He's three for five. But Jordan Clarkson has 14. And Donovan Mitchell might literally come alive in the second half, which might make or break this game. But we might have to accept the reality that Rudy Gobert might hoist up the uh, Larry O'Brien trophy. And I might be sick. And I'm. It might be probably one of the most depressing episodes of this podcast ever. It might be. <laughs> so, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't want to see that, but it's it's. After the events of today is looking more and more possible, and it's sad, very much fucking sad. But um, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, before we move on to wrestling, uh. Thoughts on all NBA teams? Um, a lot of niggas got wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes that got snubbed. Devin Booker, Devin Booker like we said earlier, Zion probably got snubbed. Um, we I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name the. Let me name. Uh, let's go by the teams first. So all NBA first team: Steph, Luca, Giannis, Kawhi, Jokic. Any problems? Nope. Right, cool. Second team, Dame, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, LeBron, Embiid. Dame, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, LeBron, Embiid. That second team? Yeah. Probably take away Dame and LeBron, put them on third team. Um, Reason being said, uh, Donovan Mitchell, number one team in the league. Also, you fucking with this nigga money by not putting them on the all NBA team. You literally fucked this nigga money up. That shit ain't cool. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. 
you 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 fuck another nigga money. And it really is you. Fuck with this nigga money, bro. How can you live with yourself? I think uh, Devin Booker already has this. But he, he got the like the, the one from his rookie deal, correct? Oh yeah. So he's he's looking for his veteran supermax. Yeah. But he still got I think he still got time. I think he got like another three three more years till but his contract say how many all you only gotta get one all NBA? I think all it takes is they one. already fuck with his all star shit. Yeah, they already do with that. So I get but what no, you mean. Oh, another team, Jason Tatum. You fucked yeah. him up. I don't think Jason Tatum played enough games. But neither did LeBron, really. No, nah, LeBron played. LeBron just barely made the cusp. Barely. Like, I, understand, I understand Kyrie and 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 um and uh your boy uh Bradley Beal. Yeah, but no, no Bradley Beal. I don't think should have been first team. I mean third team. I don't think Bradley Beal should have been in it. I'm just. Like, you barely I have more of an issue with Jimmy being in. And Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy definitely stole Jason Tatum's money. That's definitely. Jimmy had probably a extremely abysmal season, and somehow got in. Is that's to me? That's the more triggering is Jimmy. Like, I'm not mad at, like, I honestly agree with you saying LeBron should be 13. That's just me, but but I'm not mad at him being second team because it's like, hey, it is what it is. But Jimmy is probably the biggest criminal here. And since he's listed as a forward for some dumbass reason, that is Jason Tatum's or somebody else's. And also, technically, Paul George played a lot of goddamn shooting guard this year. He's listed as a shooting guard now, I believe. He's listed as a fucking shooting guard right now. So, <laughs> he's not a forward. Yeah. So, that's a different story for a different day. But, okay. But yeah, Jimmy's biggest crumb. But I do agree, Donovan Mitchell. I probably would have put Donovan Mitchell over Bradley Beal. Definitely, he was the number one team in the league. But also, do you take Kyrie off of Devin Booker? No, Kyrie didn't play no game. Yeah, that was, that was for sure. That was another one. Like, I think Kyrie good. We all know that. He didn't play How many all. games did Kyrie play this year? I just want to be sure because it's like, it's just each time you missed a game, it was a huge spectacle. So I just want to, I'm trying to think to be sure. He played 54 out of 72. That's about right. 54 out of 72, that's respectable. Because how many games yeah, Jimmy played? Hold on. No, huh? no, he didn't. No. He didn't have better stats. Trey Young. Trey Young. There we go. That's who it was. Paul, Paul should not have an all NBA. Now, I don't care what the fuck leadership you did for that team. Should not be all NBA. I give you that. Trey Young led another team in the East. His fucking third or second year in the league to a playoff season. And now about to lead his team to, you know, a conference final almost. Why well, averaging 25, 4, and 10 for the regular season? Well, close to 10. Not 10 exactly, but close. Come on, right. So what is, what's all, again, so just for people that don't know, because sometimes I kind of forget. 
what's all the criteria that you need to make an all NBA team? Be a good fucking player. Good. Be fucking great. All NBA should literally be the best, the top fifteen players in the league. Yeah. They don't care. But they won't do that because they gotta, you know. Kind of. They for some reason they always do factor team success, but to I'm me, I kind of think they put Bradley Beal in there because he didn't have a bad season. He played good. He was. He was. Yeah, he was second lead in the score. Like right, so, like the for, fuck what? But I feel like I, I, I honestly feel like they put him on there because they felt bad for him in his situation. But Got Russ him. did most of the grunt work. Right, and Russ Russ shouldn't be on there either. Like I don't like no like you the, the fucking playing tournament in the fucking East, dog. What did you do? I feel like they just like keep it keep it real. Like what did you do? Yeah, I felt like Bradley Bill missed a lot of games too, especially towards the end of the year. How many oh, games did he play? He played more than Kyrie. Just putting it in there because they did this because Steph was was right there. Steph like, was all there. that nigga did was pose for a fucking photo shoot, though, bro. Like that's it. All he did was pose. Get Bradley Beal out of Washington. That's all he was posing for. Like, come on, you did not have a better season than Jason Tatum. Points aside, you didn't. Yo, who the fuck calls this nigga Dr. Dre? At one point, that he helped to get them back up there. That's one of his nicknames on basketball reference? Yes, Dr. Dre. Who calls this man Dr. Dre? High school who? Shit. They call it who that? They call Bradley Bill Dr. Dre. Fuck that. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the first team def- uh, shit. Let's go ahead and talk about wrestling. Um, Tyler, uh, talk about NXT. Uh. Takeo, did we talk about Takeo? No. We, yeah, no, we didn't, but uh, we could br- quickly breeze through it. All right, so LA Knight won the Million Dollar Championship ladder match. Uh, I actually had to go back and rewatch that match, though, because I missed it because I was on the way home. By the time I got here, I was damn near at, the, like, the second-to-last match. Um, the LA Knight won the, the Million Dollar Championship ladder match. Uh, Bronson Reed and MSK, they retained in the uh, – and the six-man tag, you know, winner-take-all match. That was pretty good. Um, Raquel Gonzalez beat uh, what's her name? Zia Lee in a pretty uh, in a pretty. No, decent you got match. you just you mixed up Raquel and not Raquel. Um, the other Mercedes pop, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez Martinez some yeah. shit like that. Mercedes Martinez. I doubt if it's that, but it's Mercedes something. But I know her name is Mercedes. They had a pretty decent match as well. Um, Raquel Gonzalez beat Io Shirai in, a, in another really no, good match. No, Ember, Ember Moon. I mean, Io Shirai just now coming back. Jeez. I mean, your ass got CTE, dog. Your ass. I've been got tired all this week, Got that bro. Chris Benoit flaring up. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Ridge cheese, man. I got to quit eating that shit, man. Um... um. <laughs> Had a pretty good match. Um, I'm hoping. Do we ever figure what was what was Shotzi Blackheart's injury? Fucking know how take the wildest bumps in the. I don't know. She's okay now. It seems I don't know. Gotta be careful with her with that too. But I think once you know she comes back, I think they probably get the tag team titles back. Um. What was the other match? What was the other match? Then that's when we had the uh, 
the main Five event. Man. I had mixed. Okay, so Karrion Cross won the match, but I had mixed events about it. I mean, mixed feelings about it because he was gone half the match when they when Kyle and um and Pete Dunn put him through the door. He was gone half the match, and he came back and just choked everybody out. They do that, but that's how you keep people strong. Exactly. It wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but it just it kind of. I don't look, know. man, he's not a good worker either way. So the point is, just make the nigga look strong. Yeah. So that that's the point. Like I like I'm not mad at the fact he's holding on to the belt, even though you did make Adam Cole look like that nigga. But you protected Adam Cole because he didn't get choked the fuck out. Yeah. So, it is what it is oh, when it comes to it. Was it, it wasn't a bad takeover by any means. I have I like I said like let me know if there was a bad takeover before because I have I personally it'd be not, on the lower end of spectrum of takeovers this this one. Yeah, it'll be but, lower. Um, you know that was that was NXT takeover. Then we get to uh, to Raw. I really didn't watch Raw. I, Raw yeah. was watchable. I would say it was watchable. I picked uh, up some of the segments on YouTube. Like I know, I know Jeff Hardy lost to John Morrison, and Cedric Alexander came out and trolled him, told him, you know, you should be retired right now. What are you doing, bro? And Jeff and said, Jeff proceeded to beat him. That, fight me now. If you if you win, I I'll be gone. I'll avoid my contract. And then right proceeded now. and then Jeff proceeded to still beat that nigga Cedric. So it is what it is with that. Um, uh, MVP, you know, still trying to to you know put a thorn in the side of Kofi Kingston and you know try to get him to split from the new day. But Kofi said, you know, this is what. What got me to this point, bro? Like, I'm not giving up on my homies. I'm not giving up on what I've done to get to this point. You know, you can criticize as much as you want. You can say, you know, this is why I never haven't got another championship opportunity. But I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stick to my guns. And you know, if I never get another one, you know, so be it. But this is who I am, and this is who I'm gonna be. Yeah, like I like the thing they're doing with MVP talking to Kofi. It's going to lead to something. Yeah, I don't know what, but it's going to lead to something for Kofi because you're not toying with this and kind of keeping Kofi near the main title situation without, you know, toying around. And plus, he's, you know, you're just keeping him busy with the RK bro niggas. And that match they had was actually pretty fun. It was really good. Um, I'm really starting to like the pairing of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. I like the dynamic. Because Randy is still like, he's still in a like, why am I fucking with this dude type of mood sometimes. But once they really get it together, they look like a, a really decent team. Yeah. So I like what they're doing with that. Um, Nia Jax fought um, Alexa Bliss. That match was just weird. Um, but Alexa Bliss just showing that she still has powers. So. That's going. That's moving forward either way. Um, then Bobby Lashley. No, Drew fought AJ Styles, which led to a six-man match between the Viking Raiders and AJ. I mean, it's Viking Raiders and Drew versus AJ Amos and Bobby. And Drew pinned Bobby. Now with the teasing begins of TikTok. Is that belt about to come off Bobby? Which we'll see. Which we'll see. So it is what it is. Uh, I do want to rewind because Roman did something awesome on SmackDown. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Before TakeOver, we had the A-Show 
the Roman Reigns show, Friday Night SmackDown. Look, man, that last look, man, Roman in the Jimmy situation is really good, but that talk they had where Roman that look that talk reminded me it was like as if it was like it was just a such like if you have brothers. You had to talk to one of your brothers like that before. Oh, I see cool. Daytrail kind of do it to Cottrell sometimes and vice versa. Where he's just like, look, I don't want to fight you, but nigga, you tweaking. <laughs> but if we got to fight, we got to fight. That talk was funny as hell. But it's also very real. Very fucking real. Yep. And then also just how Jay just said, fuck you niggas. And it's just like, I respect that. I'd be in the middle of it. I'll figure yeah. it out. Which is also development for a Jay... I ain't nobody's bitch. Fuck you niggas. Y'all figure that out. But that talk to hell is funny. But literally leading up to it where Roman was like, he wants me to talk to him in his locker room, eat a dick, was funny. But then we proceed to the end where Ray challenges <laughs> Roman, <laughs> calls no, that nigga he, a, a rat bastard. He initially put out the challenge, bro. Bro, I told you Ray came out on his down Toretto talking about family. He did talk about family. <laughs> I yes. wanted this back in Royal Rumble, but hey, this is cool. Ray comes out, talks his shit about family. Roman comes out, says, hey, family. Ray calls that nigga a rat bastard, acknowledges him as a rat bastard. Stuff happens. Kendall stick magically spawns. Ray gets his ass beat regardless. Dominic magically appears, hits Roman with the kendo stick. Stop hitting Roman with kendo sticks because I think that just pisses him off even more. So stop, please. He, really, he grabbed it at one point and just said, yeah, fuck this. He grabbed it both times and said, fuck this shit. And then he proceeds not only to whoop they ass, he probably... <laughs> used a, two, a WWE 2K move where you use the grapple system to put your opponent in a powerbomb position and literally toss this... This young man out of the ring. That's some of the best. That's some one of the best moves I've seen all year. Fuck that nigga out the ring effortlessly. <laughs> they proceeded to act like and they just cheer himself on. Oh, and then he kicks Ray in the head, and Ray looked like <laughs> Ray look Ray looked like when they put wasted on GTA <laughs> to get a slight bump and just says wasted. That's what happened to Ray at the end. Roman does a lot of great stuff. Roman was awesome again. It's funny SmackDown was also good. When they announced well. this match, I forgot that Hell in a Cell is literally on Father's Day. <laughs> that makes this even worse. Yo, that nigga go down Father's Day. <laughs> Dominic is about to be fatherless after Sunday, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. And they're doing this inside the cell. What's funny is Ray didn't. Ray wasn't even thinking about the title. He said, "I just want to fight you in the cell." Paul could have came out. Paul, Paul accepted the challenge for him on Talking Smack the next day. Paul could have just said, "Yeah, we accept the match, but it's not going to be a title match." He could have said that if he wanted to. You just—they added the title just for you know incentive base, but we know that that belt is not coming off that nigga. No. But uh, let's go ahead and preview Hell in the Cell and go ahead and wrap this shit up. Uh. We only have five matches as we speak. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Alexa Bliss wins. Niggas gonna be mad. Alexa, stop. I keep forgetting. 
Fiend Bliss beat Shayna Baszler. Thank you. Any other predictions in regards to this match? No, not really, no. Alright, cool. Then we have Bianca Belair versus Bailey in the singles uh for for the women's belt. Bianca wins. Uh I feel like she legit gets a clean win this time around. So we in our agreement. Cool. Black Black Girl Magic continues to win. Uh also Montez Ford, you're a blessed man. That's it. That is all. Don't mess uh, up. I'll be the, waiting. Oh. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna take I'm gonna show him this clip just so he can whoop your ass. <laughs> uh anyway, Rare Rip Gee, there's three women matches in this card. Rare Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Uh I'm surprised this is not in the sale, but Rare Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I think Rare wins, but I wouldn't be shocked if Charlotte beats the shit out of her. Especially like after how Raw ended with them. Well, not ended, but they they segment on Raw. Matches in the sale, by the way. I know mm-hmm. Alexa McCain is. No, that's not in the sale. The only matches in the sale that's confirmed is Bobby and Drew and uh, Ray and Ray, Roman and Ray. Yeah. So and I they probably gonna use that red ass sale. So the less they use it, the better. Uh, but yeah. So I think Ray wins, but I wouldn't be shocked if Charlotte wins. Yeah, I thought it's a possibility to go either way. Yeah. Um. Then Bobby versus Drew. I think Drew gets screwed in this match. I, I think he gets screwed. I don't think they're taking the belt off of Bobby. This is where the conversations with Kofi and MVP look interesting. Because let's just say Kofi gets involved and costs Drew the title shot. Because that's just, and it, it might look heel-like, but if you look at how the New Day dynamics have been, they've been teeter-tottering in some yeah. aspects. In some aspects. Since Mania. It's just lonesome, like, hey. But... Kofi takes Drew out to ensure he gets his title shot that he deserves. And it wouldn't even make it don't even have to necessarily be on some heel stuff. It could be just like, do you see do you understand me now? Like, you know, I'm you know, I'm not just somebody you could just you I I can be played with. Like I'm I'm serious about yeah, That's what title, I mean. I'd be like if I want a title shot, I could take it. Exactly. And if you kind like, because this is the last chance thing kind of gives Drew the advantage. But let's just say you want to take Drew out the fucking title picture altogether. This is where you kind of shake the table a little bit. Yeah, I feel like but that also get him out of the title picture anyway. Yeah, but also you, I wouldn't be shocked if Drew wins because... Mm-hmm. When they do these last chance things, the face tends to win when these matches. And plus, and plus, they probably want to have Drew have his win against Brock because Brock is back on the active roster on the on official WWE page. 
Um, they might want to have Drew have his W against Brock in front of the fans. But I also just don't want to see Drew win that belt again within again. At least not yet. But at the same time, I feel like if they gonna do it again in front of fans, it's gonna be at like a pay per view, like a SummerSlam. Or That's what like. I mean. <laughs> I think they want to have Drew with the belt with the with when the fans come back in the picture. We could still get Bobby versus Brock at SummerSlam, right? Brock wins the belt, and that can set up because after that, the last chance thing only stands for as long as Bobby has the belt. So, you know that 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 changes after that. Yeah, it depends what they want to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of opportunities. Other opportunities, the funniest opportunity is Drew getting screwed by by uh, by gender and them boys. That is what I hope they kind of do. That would be hilarious. But Jinder Mahal has been on. That has been a signal of Jinder Mahal being on TV. So I don't believe no nothing in that. And then we uh, have Roman versus Ray. Uh, this is just gonna be a brutality. And I'm just gonna enjoy it for what it is, especially. I'm just gonna take that man's mask. That will be hilarious. You gonna rip that mask off of his face? That would be hilarious. But I just want him to choke both him and Dominic at the same time. I think Dominic is being thrown off the sale. <laughs> I think he's been thrown off. He's not power bomb style, he might die, but I think he's gonna get tossed off. If that happens, it happens. I, I don't think, think nobody gets he's tossed off. Up in some type of present, but I'm not really sure. Uh, that's kind of a way to see for me. Uh, but I just want to see Roman choke both Ray and his son at the same time. That's just that's all I want because I know he's gonna whoop his ass. That's all that matters, and just how he does it. But anyway, that's Hell in a Sale. That's it for wrestling. AEW didn't do nothing special. Mickey James is mad because um, Triple H said, I'm not sending my women to uh, work for your jank-ass pay-per-view. Kiss my ass. Um, so Wait, so she actually asked for them to send, to send, let them borrow some talent? She put it out in the public saying, I would like some of the WWE women to do a one-off pay-per-view with uh-huh. NWA. She put it publicly. It wasn't like she called them like, hey. She put it publicly out there trying to use the fat, sloppy wrestling community to kind of apply pressure. Yeah, that's not. That wasn't cool. Well, it wasn't cool. It wasn't smart because fuck you. But, yeah. So, that's it for wrestling. Uh, Thanks for listening. Make sure you, uh, of course, follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. I'm mad the Clippers is up, but um, it is what it is when it comes to that. But yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring for all our takes on anything wrestling, basketball, combat sports. Uh, make sure you check out utweakingmedia.net for new merch. We got new merch out. Check out our uh, anti-rock league merch that we got out. The quotation T uh, merch is slowly coming out, so check out the uh, anti-rock league shirt, hoodie. Check out the Luca Hive We Live shirt that I got. Check that out. So more on the way. So keep checking them out. 20% off until for the month of June. 
for UTM 20, or if you just want free shipping, UTM ships. That's just going to be prominent at this point. <laughs> but yeah, and if you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Check out all the content we got on there. Check out our E3 coverage. If you have not yet, check it out. It's really dope stuff. Me and Cam and Daytro literally spent hours watching mid shit. So, and trying to make it entertaining, which we did. We definitely did. Except that PC shit. If you just want to see depression in our faces, watch that PC video. Because within the 30 minute mark, we was fed up. But check that out. Make sure you do. It's great shit right there. Um, and check out the new Black Otakus episode, which just popped up on there as well. And if you're on the audio side of things, just want to listen to the podcast, whether we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, check us out. Great, greatly appreciate it. Stream Chaz Vibe on all DSPs. All the smoke is up right now. Just stream that shit. Keep it, keep it going. Keep my boy prospering. Because literally, I don't want to turn the sugar night on you niggas. You don't want to become sugar night. But anyway, thanks for listening and peace. See y'all next week.